W-B-N-E. So welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. Yeah, an unsponsored episode of Bacon and Eggs. An unsponsored, unintroed episode of Bacon and Eggs. Uh, this one's... Let's try to... Let's try, hold on. Let's try to do an intro off the dome. Okay. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Tyler Carlin. And today we're jingling. And we're jangling. So grab your towels. And jingle all the way. Because today we're bringing you... An episode about Christmas movies, where we will probably not be talking about Jingle All The Way. Probably not. Although I do want to mention Jingle All The Way. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I will say, so something I've noticed about myself is I haven't seen that many Christmas movies. I have I noticed this, is, this about you. I think this is true about a lot of people. Is is more than other genres of film people really stick to what they're nostalgic for when it comes to Christmas. That is true. That is why so few movies have broken through into the Christmas zeitgeist. Right. And why, like, things never leave. Yeah. Like, Elf, to me, feels like it came out just a yeah, few years ago. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second, actually, because you sent me a text message yesterday that was uh, quite concerning from your your best friend, your podcast partner. Uh, you said, and I quote... I just, you want to add other things that, that, uh, your Burger King fry cook. You were never a Burger King. That's just a lie. I'm at the Burger King with my Burger Queen. Can, Can I, I get a large fry? fry? God, it's awful trying to sing in, in time on Zoom. On Zoom? Yeah, no, it's not, not a dream come true. If we try to do uh, a whole song by the end of it, we'd just be like, we're going down, down, down in an early round, and sugar, sugar we're going, going down, down swinging. swinging. Um, no, so here's my thing about Elf. I don't dis... So I said I was over Elf. What I mean is I'm over parts of Elf. I'm not over Elf. I love Elf. Everybody's doing small town rural. Golden line. Everything it's, that he says in that pitch meeting is the funniest line of the movie. Yes. The not funniest line of the movie is Santa! That's like, that's what I'm over. I mean, here's the thing. Elf is a good enough Christmas movie that it gets me hyped when I hear Pennies from Heaven by Louis Prima. Which is not a Christmas song. Panties from the heaven. Shooby dooby. Like, they had the power to add a non-Christmas song into the Christmas song lexicon. Um, Linus and Lucy that did that on accident. What do you mean? I mean, Linus and Lucy is not a Christmas song. It's in the Christmas special. Is it? It's on the album. Okay, but it's like the freaking theme song to Charlie Brown. Sure, but it's on the album. Okay, if they made like a SpongeBob, uh, listen, no, no, Christmas, no, 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 no. First they of all, put they, in, first of all, first of all, they did that many times. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me is a banger. La 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 la. la still to this day, is a banger. Second of all, no, I'm talking about if they released in theaters shush. a SpongeBob Christmas. Okay, the only thing that matters about the Peanuts is the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Fun fact. Disagreed. That's it. That's it. 
I, I actually disagree with that one. The Charlie Bear Christmas special is the most important thing the Peanuts ever did. Far and away. Um, if for no other reason than boosting Vince Guaraldi into the lexicon of modern Christmas music. Um, I'm a big fan of Christmas music. I stay there. I haven't left that. Uh, I do think... We're here to talk about movies. About I the, know, chin, the cinema about, of Christmas. We're talking about the whole zeitgeist of Christmas. As I mean, that's sure, true, 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 true. I would say uh, something that I think is on its way out and I think has is, is holding on right now. Here's what happened. Mariah Carey in like 1999 wrote that, that song, okay? She didn't write it, but she sang that song, right? And like it became a thing, and then like in 2012, people were like, "Yo, I don't know if you know this, but this song is hype, hype, hype." And then it like became like a big thing, and then in like 2014, Michael Bublé was like, "Where I carry can do it." I actually, do Christmas it. is my thing. I want to be very clear: Michael Bublé is the worst thing that's ever happened to Christmas. That's factual. My, it's, uh, see, that album. A lot of people is a, so subpar. A lot of people achieve their final form when they go to Christmas music in like a good way, right? Like it's hard to mess up Christmas music. There have been several people that have done it. Uh, Ariana Grande being the most recent one. Um, there's that one Ariana Grande Christmas song that is just insufferable. I can't even remember what it's called. Santa but, Baby. No, not Santa Baby. CeeLo Green Christmas? Classic. Incredible. Yeah. You know? CeeLo Green doing this Christmas is one of the greatest things that ever happened at Christmas. But uh, Michael Bublé's whole Christmas album is an atrocity. It's so... And, like, Bublé is good. He's overconfident. Sure. He, but he, he has had good flat songs. out cocky. But, yeah, like, everything, that's a banger. He did, like, a Girl from Ipanema that was pretty good. Haven't met you yet? Banger. Haven't met you yet? Banger. Feeling good? Banger. Banger. But like, oh, this Christmas But his version album. of Santa Baby, dis uh, uh, not only the fact that it's just downright homophobic, uh, you know, is is just gross. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Now, granted, uh, Santa Baby is among my least favorite Christmas songs. So what I don't is your all-time favorite Christmas song, regardless of rendition? <sighs> all-time favorite Christmas song. Boy, that is a big question. I uh, I bust out the hymnal for mine. Okay. I'm a We Three Kings guy. Okay. There are a lot of good church bangers around Christmas. That's for sure. Yeah. I uh, I believe the part where they say there's three kings is not biblical. There were just kings. Yeah. It's like the apple in the in the garden. Anyway, um, I think that's probably my all-time favorite Christmas song. I think mine be, might be, might legitimately be Lil' St. Nick. How's that one go? The Beach Boys song? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically because, like, as much as, as much as Christmas songs are rad, right, and, like, People doing the same standards over and over again is always cool, right? Like, every time somebody does a Christmas waltz, it's cool. Every time somebody does new Jingle Bells, it's cool. Except for when Frank Sinatra did it for some reason. 
got that I, so, weird like it's got that j-i-n-g-l-e bells thing it's like you it's didn't need to add more like, stuff to jingle bells dog it's just jingle bells <laughs> it's not as bad as like dominic the donkey i love dominic the italian christmas donkey unironically <laughs> uh so i want to be very clear michael buble worst thing that ever happened to christmas i think this is going to be a take you disagree with um and i do want to hear what you're going to say about the beach boys but i want to just get this out there pentatonics was right that's a good christmas what do you mean I mean the Pentatonics Christmas stuff. Oh yeah, perfect. That's all they're good. good for. Yeah, and and they, they've that's become good the new stuff. Mariah Carey, right? Where they they, they get dusted off every year. But they need to really own that. There is a a Pentatonics Christmas song we haven't gotten yet, where we like. I'm sure Mariah's a nice person, but we're ready for a new one. And here's the thing. Uh, and this is this is what I was gonna say about the Beach Boys actually, but yeah, I do think Pentatonics need. An original Christmas banger. Yeah. They need to pick one that hasn't been done or write a new one that slaps. Yeah. Just call up Brad Paisley. He's got like 27. <laughs> Brad Penguin. Paisley does original Christmas music and it all bangs. James Penguin. James Penguin slaps so hard. <laughs> Penguin James Penguin slaps so hard. Um, But yeah, because so, so rarely does an artist write a new Christmas song that is so both Christmas at the same time and like uniquely their style. And I truly think the Beach Boys did that better than anybody else ever. With you know who else did that, Ethan? Who? Chuck Berry. You know. No, I think you know. CeeLo Green. I'm Paul McCartney from, from the Beatles. I hate Liverpool. that song. I hate that song. Simply having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. I hate that. I hate oh, his song. I hate so Lennon's song. Good. I don't like either of them. I love Paul McCartney's song. That's in my like top five Christmas. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. I like the the suite from the Polar Express. I like uh Do They Know It's Christmas Time at All by Band-Aid once a year. Unfortunately, that song haunts me. Like a case of herpes. I don't even know if I know this song. Oh, you do. Is that like, do they know it's Christmas time at all? Yeah, I know that one. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas. Uh, It won't leave me alone. There's one that people always talk about, the Christmas shoes. Oh, I don't think I've ever listened to it. No, don't. Don't. It'll ruin your life. Uh... The challenge every year of how far can you go without listening to Last Christmas by Wham? My mother my mother hated Last Christmas by Wham more than any other Christmas song. Can I tell you how long it took me? How long? Like November 15th, we're putting out some Christmas decorations and Emily goes, Alexa, play Christmas music. First song. First song, Last Christmas by Wham. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Have you I seen mean, look, that movie it, Last Christmas with... Uh, I have with not. The, I think I've asked you this like a hundred times. Yeah, I have not. It's okay. That's I think what I I've heard. That. Yeah, I think that's what I say every time too. I watch very few new Christmas movies every year. I'm not one of the like, uh, just turn on ABC Family or Hallmark and let it ride all month kind of guys. Yeah. I have my list of movies that I need to hit every year. Okay, let's hear it. 
Well, that's, yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Is Bacon and Eggs recommended Christmas movies? What? So what, Tyler? What is the one Christmas movie that you watch every year without fail, if there is one? I don't know that there is. This is the one time a year where I become a serial rewatcher. I like. It's not because I don't want to. It's honestly just like I'm buying presents. I'm out. I I don't have a lot of sit around and just exist in the holiday spirit time. Yeah. I'm I'm a pretty go 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 type. You? Which is Never. fine. Like yeah, I know, right? But it's what I it's where I thrive. God, I think. I'm so glad that you find that attitude within the last week of the year. You know, really just get it in there at the end. <laughs> um but I would say the Christmas movie I have seen the most in this life is Elf. That's up there. For, I mean, the Christmas movie I've seen the most is uh, a Christmas story. I don't know that I've ever seen a Christmas story. I, I watch a. I usually watch a Christmas story uh, five or six times per Christmas. Really? Yeah. You like per out. like per Christmas day. Like because in my house it was on from eight p.m. Christmas Eve until eight p.m. Christmas Day. See, that's like, is it good? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's see, I'm surprised you say that because. I always got like a Sandlot Goonies vibe. It's from. absolutely not like that at all. It's just it's like, like Stand By Me. Gross. Stand By Me falls into that category. No, it doesn't. You shut your mouth. Like gross 10-year-olds. There's, there's one gross scene in Stand By Me. There's a dead body in Stand By Me. That you never see. Yeah, I thought you do see it at the end. No. You don't see it? It's just like in the woods. Hmm. The dead body is important, okay? Because they found it. Because they found it. Their their trek down the tracks was not for naught. Correct. Great movie. No, Christmas Story is nothing like The Sandlot. A Christmas Story is just like a bunch of vignettes, like short stories made into a movie about Christmas. All right. I mean, I know there's a slide. I know there's like a a tongue on a pole. I know there's like a you'll sure try out. But I don't know what the story is. And I feel like that's integral to the, the title. Well, yeah, I mean, you need to watch it. Uh, so it's a bunch of stories from a book called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash by Gene Shepard. Well, that sounds like a great book. I would buy the crap out of a book with that. It title. is a fantastic book. Yeah. And it's also uh, narrated by Gene Shepard, who has one of the all-time great narration voices. Uh, I would say, what's your favorite piece of Christmas... How high does a Christmas Carol rank on Christmas for you? Not on Christmas um, Day, but like on the Zeitgeist. Pretty, pretty freaking high. Yeah, I would say it is one of the all-time great stories. It is. It is. It I is like say it is like biblical. Mill Mountain Theater production is up there for me. Uh, yeah, any live theater production you get to see of it is always fantastic. Uh, Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, Haven't where seen it. Mickey is Cratchit. So good. Uh, it's like the the one minutes. time of the year where I can almost put aside my disdain for the Muppets. Uh, I've never seen the Muppet version. But the uh, Matt Smith, Doctor Who version. Fantastic. Oh, my God. That um, is up there for one of my most viewed Christmas movies. As far as live action Christmas story movies go, there is not a bad one. Um, some of them are kind of like old and, and hard to find or hard to like 
really watch these days just because they the master tapes weren't ever saved. So they're no. they're tough, but there there are some really good versions. If you're looking for like a more recent one that sort of looks like modern film, that's really good. There's a Patrick Stewart version that's fantastic. Um, my best recommendation is to just look up the New York Library podcast and listen to Neil Gaiman read it from the Dickens prompt copy. There's a there's a like Tim Curry it's version. So good, yeah. Is the one on Audible? Yeah. Uh, that's on my to do list right now. Uh, something I'm doing this Christmas that I've never done before is reading cheesy Christmas romance novels, like not smutty ones, like rom-coms. Yeah, I've done that every year since I was like 13 or 14. I'll tell you that, listen, I'm not embarrassed of anything that I read. I wouldn't be afraid to carry a paperback of 99.9% of books I read. I don't know that I'm ready to sit in public reading this kind of novel. The thing is with Christmas, cheesy Christmas rom-coms, you can really dress up a garbage story by putting it by, in barns at Christmas. Yeah, by, by putting by it putting in, snow on the ground. By putting Pinecone Falls and there's a Labrador. Yeah. You can really dress up a garbage story like that. <laughs> and that's the whole thing with the Hallmark movies, right? It's like they're all A, they're all exactly the same story. They were at one script and they just swapped the pronouns out and the names. Yeah. And and you know, make a new one with different white people. Um they slap, dude. But the, yeah, but like people love them, right? They're they're like And I think that's the problem with them for me is we've gotten so many of them that like every year I'm just bombarded with like what do you mean you haven't seen the Christmas Electric Factory? Well, I don't so my theory on those is you're not expected to have seen any of them. What what do you mean you haven't seen a power lineman for Christmas? <laughs> like what are you talking about? Of course Netflix I is up to like the Princess it. Switch 95, the Royal Baby is Royal Baby or whatever. It's I think they're on 4 and it's Vanessa Hudgens, right? She does those. I have no idea. I've never seen a single one of them. Oh, I've never seen them, but So anyway, uh, the, the, we're getting away from the topic though. My so my number one scene Christmas movie is definitely a Christmas story. But like that is not I would say it's not my favorite Christmas movie. I don't even think it's in my top 5. It is just like a tradition at this point. Like I love the movie obviously and I'm not ever like I'm not sitting down and watching it front to back all day, right? It's just on TV. And I'll yeah, catch 15, 20 minutes here or there and get all of the pieces of it over the course of the day. So let me ask you this. I think we've had this conversation on the show before, uh, but I want to have it again. I don't care if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. I I was talking to uh, renowned Christmas expert Beth Regals about this very fact recently. And I said that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, lowercase c, lowercase m. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a Capital C, capital M Christmas I take movie. it back. Jim Carrey's Grinch Still Christmas is my number one most viewed Christmas movie. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's my third favorite Grinch movie. When I was in high school, uh, I would go to my parents' basement with my girlfriend, and we would put that movie on and make out. The existential dread of Jim Carrey's Christmas movie is no longer interesting. To, or Jim Carrey's Grinch is no longer interesting to me. Now that I am 28. And like 
have felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't need wallow in self-pity on Christmas. I need... I truly... I, I adore the Illuminations cover match Grinch. I will yeah, fight for it. that movie. I've watched it, I think... I, I mean, every year since it came out. I've watched it every watched year it. since it came out, yeah. I So I make time every year for several Christmas movies. Um... Some of these swap out depending on availability, because uh, like Scrooge with Bill Murray is always hard to find. It just for whatever reason the copyrights on it are are, are sticky. Um, Amer it's a Wonderful Life was this way for a long time, where you couldn't, you just couldn't watch it unless it was like the one night it was on TV. And then it was everywhere. And then it was everywhere. Yeah. And there was no copyright. It was like public domain for like seven years. Yeah, it was on like Netflix last two years, and now it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful life is one I make room for every year. I make room for Elf every year. I make room for Love Actually every year. Oh, Love Actually might be the Christmas movie I've seen the most. Um, I make room for at least one Grinch. Uh, the Grinch is good. It's not a bad Grinch movie. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I love Christmas movies, man. I really do. Uh, White Christmas is not one that I like. It's one that my mom loved, but not one that we like religiously put on. But it's like a big one for Caitlin's family. And it's like that was definitely something that I a tradition I melded in with very easily and very much enjoy is uh, watching White Christmas every year. Uh, I've never They're seen a big White fan Christmas. of the like. Say that again. I've never seen White Christmas. That was that's that's on my list for us. If we get a chance to to cover here in the next couple years. Now that I made you watch It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I will watch It's a Wonderful Life again. I think that'll become a. A tradition. I watched it with my parents last year. I would love to make that kind of like a tradition. Like we go over and like my kids are there, my parents are there. Yeah. And it's kind of like a R. I mean, obviously my other siblings are allowed there, but it's you know if it can kind of be like a R faction of the family. Sure. You know. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah. It's a great movie. I mean, that's that is one of the all time greats, just on like story level. Yeah. Like that is an important movie. That'll really just make you laugh, make you cry, make you smile. I uh, I recently started a new job. Okay. Yeah. And um, I don't. I mean, I don't get political or anything at work. Um. But I, I have like a, a pretty openly progressive belief set that ends up being public pretty quick. I'm not like fighting people at work. Like I'm not going to change your opinions and I don't, I work at a very small office. I don't want to make tension. Um, but it can also be it, hard to shut your mouth sometimes. But it can be hard to shut your mouth sometimes. Anyway, I have a coworker who shares a lot of my beliefs. Very, very sure. similar beliefs. Um, and Mariah Carey was playing outside. We had like a DJ out in the courtyard and Mariah Carey was playing and I walked into her office and I was like, hey, what do you think of this song? I think it's on the way out. And she was like, oh, I used to love this song, but it's in love, actually. And I was oh, like, no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, no. Oh, sir. What happened? <laughs> she was like, go back and watch Love Actually. And I was like, I can recite Love Actually. You don't need to. <laughs> Wait, what is wrong with Love Actually? A lot, apparently. Like, God, I can't. I like lost my voice when you had that voice loss thing, and ever since then I've just been turning into like Bobcat Goldthwait. Just like, what happened to Love Actually? What happened? Like, 
she was explaining it to me, and and I don't want to ruin love actually, and I'm I'm still gonna watch it and enjoy it, but like, none of the women in the movie have a satisfying arc whatsoever. Like Maggie Thompson, Maggie Thompson, Emma Thompson, no. Emma Thompson. Why do I always say that? Emma Thompson is cheated on. The woman that Alan Rickman cheats on Emma Thompson with is like portrayed as like a a heathen. Um, there is no value to the Colin Farrell story, and the Portuguese woman is disrespected by Colin like, Firth. Colin Firth. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Colin Firth story. I love and Natalie Portman in that movie. Natalie Portman's not in that movie. Okay, I was just trying to mess you up. Okay. Because um, it's Keira every, Knightley. Every person... Oh, I was thinking of... Um, character's name is Natalie. The... Ha! The assistant. Yeah, the, the, the assistant prime minister. Hugh Grant's... Hugh Grant. God. Anyway. Um, everybody is like insulting uh, the Portuguese woman the entire time. There's no reason for her to fall in love with him. Like, it's just a pointless story. Uh, Kira Knightley has a stalker. Um, Colin Frizzle, is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> like, the American women that are portrayed there, it's like, that's simply not how American women are. That's insulting to women. Uh, like, none of the female characters have a satisfying arc whatsoever. Yeah, that's fair. Um, there's nothing which, you, that being said, there's nothing you could do to ruin love actually for me. Like my love just, actually yeah, is, is more important to me than other people's feelings in this regard. Like is I a need lot of it. Legs, right. David. Like I am not, yeah. I don't think I am being made a worse person by watching it because I simply do not like, and this is especially true with a lot of like feel good type Christmas movies where like, I'm not taking anything away from it other than smile, smile. Right, like I'm not, I'm not sitting, I'm not learning anything from love. Actually, even the little girl, the argument is like, she owes the kid love because he learned how to play drums for her. Liam Neeson's wife dies. Yeah. Uh, one of the women. But he gets to be a good single father. One of the women is sleeping with her husband's brother. Anyway, that's the issue with love. Actually. That's fair. Yeah, the only thing I'm learning from Love Actually is that if you look for it, you might realize Love Actually is Love Actually is all around, all around us. And to be nice to your fat manager. Yes. Oh, Bill Nye's arc. There's no women in that. That's true. Just Elton. <laughs> I can't believe they went for it in Ted Lasso. Is Elton John on the show? No, no. She doesn't go to Elton John's Christmas party. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's like Because she hangs back. out. She goes to hang out with Higgins instead. Yeah. Hang out with your fat manager. The The Christmas episode of Ted Lasso is one of the single best episodes of television ever. Uh, seasons one and two of Ted Lasso are some of the best television ever. No, I agree. I'm just talking about like, like for, as far as Christmas specials go, like it is up there with the Matt Smith Doctor Who specials. Like, yeah, it is that good. Yeah. And it was a random episode in the middle of the season that came out in July. Yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as she was like, oh, I'm going to Elton John's Christmas party. I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. 
She's not going. She's not going. She's going to hang out with her fat manager. Um. The whole team shows up at Mr. and Mrs. Higgins' house. So good. I cried like seven times during that episode. <laughs> so good. So I don't so, know, man. What, do you, what, do you, what, what Christmas movies have you watched this year? Oh, you know what? Got added to the rotation. What's up? Klaus. Klaus, yeah. Yeah, Klaus is the first one to make it into the rotation since Elf. Like the first new one. Since Elf? Yeah. You just said the Grinch. Yeah. Illumination's Grinch. That was before Klaus. Was it? Yeah. It was oh. Klaus was last year, right? No. Klaus was... Oh, then they were the same year. Yeah, I think they were the same year. Either way. I don't remember exactly when it was. But also, the Grinch is a variation on a theme, right? Yeah. Like, What do you feel about like the claymation movies? I don't like them very much. They're short. They're they very freak short. me out a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll watch Rudolph. That's about the only Rankin and Bass one that I really get into. The Earth Out of Santa Claus, I don't enjoy it all. People be talking about uh, Pe Rudolph. I think Rudolph is, is going to be canceled here pretty soon. Uh, Why is that? Because it's like a capitalism thing, right? Where people are like, well, all Rudolph does is show you that the only time people care about you is when they can exploit you for labor. Yeah, I don't think that's what you're supposed to take away from Rudolph. Right, but that's like the the underlying theme is like the only time the reindeer liked him is when his red nose was of value. It wasn't because he had great jokes. As though, like, you know, I mean, if your red nose is valuable, who needs jokes? What if Rudolph doesn't have great jokes, but he has a red nose? Yeah, I mean, what you're supposed to take away from Rudolph is that, like, even if you're different, you can still be important. Like, that came from a time where that was an important lesson. Right. Right, where like like nobody was accepted except the the absolute status quo. Right. Not even just the status quo. I mean, this was we're talking about like I don't know how old Rudolph is, but we're talking about like the draft, man. Like you had to be like, oh yeah, a landowning white male. Yeah. Right. You had to be a specimen of a reindeer in order to fly for old Sandy. Yeah. Um. <coughs> Which I also don't have a problem with that, though. Like, I don't think that Rudolph was owed a spot on the team. It's like the Rudy thing, right? Where it's like, Rudy, you don't get to play for Notre Dame because you're simply not good enough at football. You're not good at football, right? Like, right. Like, you can coach at Notre Dame. You know football. Yeah. But you don't get to play at Notre Dame. Right. Like, like, Santa's allowed to pick the top eight reindeer in the world. Have you heard this theory going around right now that, and, and we're about to drop into some territory, but that Santa is like a Harry Potter wizard? Um, no. Like the elves are freed house elves who love making toys, that he gets every chimney with flu powder. That I mean, I would he love- fit them all in his bag. With his, Because yeah. he has like you know, the, the enlargement charm. I mean, I would I would uh, donate to a Kickstarter for this Christmas special, right? Uh, these Where like you see Dumbledore. you see Harry, you know, 
up late at night having a bad dream and, and Santa Claus comes down the fireplace. Pretty good. And the M&M is like, they do exist. <laughs> uh, Which that M&M's commercial is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, what car company has the best Christmas campaign? Um, Mercedes. Mercedes does. Yeah, Mercedes. They have the red. They have the like, red with the CLK with the out front. Yeah. 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 It's the best. They but don't they need don't to say anything, a- right? They're just like, it's Christmas. Buy a Mercedes. Here's Santa Claus. Yeah. Because like, that's what they, like they everybody else is like, do- the Lexus December remember sales event. Buy a car, buy a car, Toyota Thon. Mercedes is like, Santa Claus drives a Benz. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, dri- Santa Claus drives a C class. <laughs> Santa Claus drives a C class. <laughs> Santa Claus, I think, drives a G Wagon. Truthfully, Santa Claus drives like a no, like Santa Claus drives like a like a like a Toyota Land Cruiser, like a military spec. <laughs> you think Santa Claus drives a Toyota? A Land Cruiser, man, not not like a like like the the good one. You don't think Santa Claus drives American? Is what I'm saying. Uh no. I think it's either Joyman because he's Santa Claus. Uh, or Santa Claus drives like a GMC. I don't think he drives a GMC. Can you imagine Santa Claus in like an I didn't know Santa Claus was a douche. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, Santa Claus drives a Cybertruck for sure, because it comes in Santa Claus drives an 88 Tacoma. It wasn't even called a Tacoma then. It was just a Toyota truck or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, no, Santa Claus drives a, a, a Tesla because they come in the plaid spec. Yeah. Uh, That's the else? most Christmas car for sure. But yeah, no. Best Christmas campaign is Mercedes. For sure. Mercedes Benz. Yeah. The Mercedes Benz. What do they call it? The winter event? They don't even call it Christmas. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't I even think the commercials it. say anything. No, they do. Yeah, I tell you this, Ethan. If you, if I wake up on Christmas morning and there's a Mercedes Benz outside of my house that you bought for me. Ooh, doggy. Let me tell you what's not going to happen. The only way that there would be Mercedes-Benz outside of your house is if, A, if Emily buys you one, or if somebody else buys you one, or if I buy a Mercedes and show up at your house on Christmas morning. It's the Mercedes-Benz winter event. They use, there's a little piece of copy they use where they say, hurry in to the winter event, and that is just such satisfying language. Yeah. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. That fire is, hmm, delightful. Oh, uh, it looks like Santa Claus drives a 2022 Mercedes AMG SL this year. God, cool. Santa got rich at some point. <laughs> Santa, Santa traded in his Dogecoin. <laughs> yes. Santa invested big in Doge. Big in Doge. Ho, 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 doze to the moon. Doze, doze, doze. If you had to watch a Christmas movie right now, what would it be? Um, Right this minute? Right this minute. Um, Shoot, what was that one we did last year with, uh, I don't even know if we did it for the show, Um, but it's got Dan Levy in it. Dan Levy. I was thinking of that one today. I cannot remember what it's called. Um, That is the first thing that comes to mind. That doesn't mean that's the best thing. <laughs> 
Uh, but I think that's probably what I would put on. Like, if you were like, you have to put a Christmas movie on, I'd be like, okay, well, I mean, I, I saw this, but I don't really remember it, so I'll just throw it on. Um, I want to watch Love Hard on Netflix. I've heard that's kind of cheesy and funny. I suggested um, that this week, and you shot me down about it. No, I didn't. You wouldn't just commit to something. You never commit to something. Sure I do. I commit to things all the time. Not movies for the show. I would get yeah, A. Yes, I do. B, I was busy. And you busy. just kept saying, so what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You weren't even suggesting anything. Well, it's because I, I you always suggested something suggest dumb something. like Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mickey's Christmas Carol's fantastic. I'm not doing a tragic. Mickey Mouse movie. Oh, it's so good. I'm not asking for like Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas because that's just a bunch of vignettes. And that would make for a bad Christmas movie. Uh, but that's love, actually. No, no, this is not a bunch of vignettes in that way. Uh, uh, Twice Upon a Christmas is literally like four episodes of TV. Ah. About different characters. Yeah, if, like but if we're going to do one Christmas Carol really. on this show ever, it's not going to be Mickey. Uh, I mean, we could do like a couple of them. Do you remember year one bacon and eggs where we did the Snoop Dogg thing? Because that was the funniest thing ever. I think we also did it at CNU. We were like, "Twas the the nizzle, the nizzle before, before Christmas." Christmas. Nizzle. Yeah. Somebody I was talking to the other day was like talking about Snoop Dogg. Oh, somebody the other day was talking about Snoop Dogg, and they were surprised that he was working with Martha Stewart on something. Like it was the first time they'd ever heard that. They were like, yeah, I got I got Snoop Dogg's uh, cookbook with Martha Stewart. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah, they have like, like a TV show where they just get, me? where they get baked and bake. Yeah, like, they've been doing that for years. Also, Snoop Dogg does everything. Snoop Dogg, does, Snoop Dogg doesn't even drink alcohol, and he's in Corona commercials. He has a wine brand. He doesn't drink alcohol. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He is the Leonardo da Vinci of the 21st century. A true Renaissance man. Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah. It just go anytime you need to pick me up, go watch the uh the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight where Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg called the fight. Oh, that sounds great. It is the funniest thing. Cuz like Snoop Dogg is like, "Look, I bet a million dollars on Jake Paul." And then and then Pete Davidson is like, "I wonder when they're going to start kissing." I think he should just <laughs> give him a big old kiss. <laughs> and then Snoop is just like, give me my money, Jake. Give me my fucking money, Jake. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg won like $5 million on that fight. Do you know what always cheers me up, Ethan? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, but also uh, that Bacardi commercial. That's a Christmas movie. Which one? The, uh, the Arctic Monkeys one. Oh, the... the <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup 2014 commercial? Yeah. Faith through everything in the Bacardi family. It's never been in a truck commercial. It's never been in a truck commercial. Although it is one of my favorite one of my favorite TikTok memes where somebody will just start playing that on guitar and somebody else will be like, have you ever been butt by a Chevy Ram? <laughs> by a what? Have you ever <laughs> taken a whole Ford F-150 up your pooper? <laughs> Uh, Sometimes you when when you're at the bar and you run into a really sexy truck, do you ever just take it home and peg it? I'm Sam Oops. Elliott from Mopar. <laughs> from Mopar. The Fiat 500. 
the all-new Fiat 500. You know what we did? Everybody out here is making electric vehicles. We said, you know what? Put a Hellcat in the 500. Uh, the Abarth does not have a Hellcat. It's still a four-cylinder. It's like 120. Put a Hellcat in the 500. Um, Let me tell you the amount of money I would pay for, for a Fiat 500 Hellcat. <laughs> I would say $40,000. I'd pay $40,000 for it, absolutely. <laughs> and that being said, Ford, listen, I'm not a big Ford guy. If you decide to make the electric F100 step side, I will get on a waiting list for that car. I just want to say that. Have you seen the new Ford? Is it Ford that has a small truck? The Raptor? No, no, the small truck. The cheapest truck in their line. No, the Maverick. Like, Sorry, the Maverick, yeah. Maverick is like under Maverick. 20 grand. Yeah. Man, they're enticing me. They are enticing me, sure. Those bad boys. But the problem is, the problem is, it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like with available options, sixty-seven thousand dollars. But I kind of want the base, 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 base. I want like that's that's BS and windows. You, no, you don't. No, you hey, don't. You drive a Lexus. Camera. I do drive a Lexus. I drive an 08 Lexus with nav. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the base model, anything. I can never, I can never go back to not having seat heaters. I can uh, my never. My seat heaters are broken. I would Actually, cry. the driver one. I know, because it's got white seats, so they get super freaking cold. Yeah. I, um, I can never go back to a car without seat heaters. I'd rather I mean, have seat honestly, heaters than heat. Honestly, repairing it is like a $30 fix, but uh, then I would have to do it, and I, I uh, don't want to, bud. Because you get in there and you're like, oh, I should order this part. There's like 100,000 miles on this car. I'll just deal with it. It's a Lexus. It'll run Correct. for 400,000 miles. I know it will. And it's like, oh, it's, it's golden age Lexus too. Oh, it's so good. I love my car. <coughs> yes, yeah, cool, cool way. I, uh, I, I don't have a picture of it because I'm an idiot. <sighs> but I added something to my car this week, which was a Pikachu tail. Uh, on the rear windshield wiper. So now oh, nice. Wiper, nice. That's cool. Emily got it for me for my birthday. It was amazing. Um, I will did say you have a good this. Birthday? Actually, it was, I did have a good birthday. You and I went into a hot tub. It was awesome. We did. Yep. We, had a good we time. went to a sauna. It was a and good I got trip. A little, I got a little loopy, and then I got very clear-headed. It was very cool. <laughs> Great uh, trip. Um, 10 out of 10 would do, do again. I was thinking about this this morning. Um, I was on TikTok and somebody was like making one of those carpets. You know how that's kind of like a thing, like a, a new thing where people are like, yeah, I make carpets out of yarn. And oh, I love those videos. I love those videos. They're too. so satisfying. This dude was making one out of uh, yarn and glue, but it was a picture of like a character from Naruto. Yeah. And I was like, man, I just don't understand. Like all anime sucks except for every single anime I've ever watched, which to be fair, is just Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Dragon Ball Z. But those were all really freaking good, and that's also the only thing I've ever watched. But also, all anime sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it sucks like the Philadelphia Eagles suck, right? Like, it has nothing to do with the content. What does it have to do with? The people. Oh, yeah. It is about the people. I know plenty of weebs like, who are nice enough people, but I know plenty of weebs who. I aren't. can listen to it. I can listen to a BTS song and understand that that's catchy music, but I want nothing to do with BTS fans. Nothing. I don't know, man. 
I think this is this is a, a, a formal invitation to reply to all of Ethan's tweets with with K-pop fan camps. Every now and then I say something stupid enough that gets me on that kind of Twitter, where, where like people, people just like they'll just like tag somebody and put like a like a it's BTS, BTS fan it's, camp. It's, it's 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 girls. It's always girls. It's like K-pop girls, and it's not like in like a weird lusty way you know what I'm saying yeah I know this one dude on TikTok I've met him a couple times in like real life playing shows and stuff but he does these videos that are like what if Blackpink songs were metal and just takes like K-pop and J-pop like girl bands and just uh -huh. shreds under them and it's awesome That was uh, Through the Fire and the Flames. Herman through the Lee. Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. Herman Lee. You yeah. follow Herman Lee on TikTok? Uh, obviously. We're I here to be talking about TikTok. Christmas, okay? We're not here to be I talking about Christmas. I would say Herman Lee. Herman Lee is the uh, lead guitarist for Dragon Force, if you don't know. So what is, why don't is, you like Christmas movies that much? I, I love Christmas movies. Mm, that's weird, because every time we try to talk about him, you avoid the question. I avoid the question of Christmas movies? It's because there's a lot You've of You've been doing it all seen. episode. There's a few of them that I haven't seen, and and I always feel like one of my biggest things when it comes to movies in general and liking movies and being a movie lover is, and I, I firmly believe this, is that it does not matter what movies you've seen or the amount of movies you've seen. It's if you like, if you love watching movies, whether it be rewatches, whether it be new films, whatever it is, if you love watching movies, then you're a movie lover. And so freaking often with the conversation when it comes to Christmas is the nostalgia factor is ramped up but also the what do you mean you've never seen factor is ramped it's up. ramped the up gatekeeping yeah. is ramped up and it's like i understand that <coughs> you've watched white christmas 50 times i understand that it's a classic and you love it and you can't imagine christmas without it i'm with you like i totally get it i totally get where you're coming from it my christmas we watch home movies and that was like a thing for 20 years uh so no, I've never seen White Christmas. And that's... Uh, I don't think White Christmas is a bad movie. I'm certain. This happened with It's a Wonderful Life last year. I'm certain if I watch White Christmas, I'll be like, this slaps. Oh, yeah. You absolutely this will. This is good. You absolutely will. Yeah. I, I'll be like, this is... There's, it's in the conversation constantly for a reason, right? Like, there are right. so we many Christmas movies. We should have been movies. watching this the whole time. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the ones, right? But the other gatekeeping side of it that that frustrates me more than anything is people who don't like Elf. See, the thing is, is like I I mean I like Elf, but like I am one of these people for a lot of people because I don't enjoy Home Alone at all. I don't enjoy the Santa Claus at all. I don't enjoy the Night Before Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas at all. Uh, like I don't like Christmas. the way those movies make me feel. At, yeah, I don't at like all. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Home Alone. Is one of those ones that like I almost enjoy it more while I'm watching it than I do while I'm thinking about watching it, which I guess makes sense. That's how most movies are. Like, obviously the anticipation shouldn't be better than the movie itself. Um, but like Home Alone, I don't laugh at the Schadenfreude. Yeah, you know that's not what I want to feel at Christmas, right? Like, right, like senseless violence, but not in like a diehard kind of way. Because Die Hard's fine. Like, it's whatever. Um, yeah, Die Hard's a great movie. Yeah. 
And the fact that we revisited Christmas is fine. I'm just so tired of the discussion. I'm so tired of yeah, let it be. A Die Christmas Hard movie. is a Christmas movie. People saying Die Hard is a Christmas movie, like obviously. And Die the, and the argument movie. and now the, the meme is going around where people are like, oh, it, it, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a movie where a guy chases Alan Rickman, uh, Alan Rickman around a tower at Christmas time. It's a Harry Potter movie, and like, sorry to tell you, but Harry Potter one and two were both Christmas movies. Also, Die Hard is not a Harry Potter movie, and Alan Rickman is so much more than that, so... Uh, but, like, that's what I'm up. saying, is regardless, the movies that you're referencing are, are Christmas also movies. Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, Hell, you, as far as I'm concerned, you can say all Alan Rickman movies are Christmas movies. Because Alan Rickman's in them? Because he's in Die Hard, and he's in Love Actually, and he's in Harry Potter. He's in a lot of other stuff, too. Sure, you know, but... Galaxy like, Quest is a Christmas movie? Galaxy Quest makes me feel a lot better about myself than Home Alone does. I don't know that I've ever seen Galaxy Quest. That doesn't surprise me at all. I, but also, I don't think any single person is going to be like, whoa, dude, you haven't seen Galaxy Quest? Oh, I guarantee you. Although I did, this to, I did this to your brother the other day because he was like, yeah, I've never seen Spaceballs. And I was like, you, you SOB. You mean you never seen yeah, Spaceballs? I don't get that. I, how do I, I mean, it's my own family, you know? Spaceballs is... Easily, like, at least a top five Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, it's better than the prequels. Yeah. Oh. I love those uh, Mel Brooks comedies, though. Like, they're, they are truly just next level. So, I like, I like when people have holiday traditions, especially when it comes to movies that aren't Christmas movies. I think Harry Potter kind of toes the line with this. But when somebody's like, oh, yeah, every December... I watch the original Star Wars trilogy. John Negroni does that. Yeah. Um, I love that. Or um, when people do Lord of the Rings at like Christmas time, I think it's great. That's so good. We used to do Lord of the Rings at Christmas time because before Star Wars had Christmas releases, the Hobbit movies had Christmas releases. Yeah. And uh, that was like a big deal. Um, yeah. And a lot of people just like go see a movie, like the new big movie on Christmas. Yeah, that's Which like is a always family cool. thing. Yeah. It's going to be like Spider-Man this year or The Matrix. Yeah, I think The Matrix is like the Christmas release. And I think Disney is fighting that and they're putting Encanto out on Disney Plus for everybody on December 24th. Well, that's rude of them. Why? Because they can just step off, man. They got Spider-Man coming out. <laughs> I got plenty of crap coming out. Like I think Spider-Man's gonna do just fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about Spider-Man. I'm saying I'm they shouldn't be fighting the Matrix. They should just let I'm, somebody else have Christmas. I'm predicting Spider-Man, and I don't know if this has happened yet, but I'm predicting Spider-Man will be the first post-pandemic movie to break a, a billion dollars in the box office. Probably. It's, it's, I truly don't know the status of theaters, though. I don't either, but I know they crashed Fandango when they released the tickets. That's so true. It's got to be something. I'm going to see it. I think with you. Uh, it'll depend on babysitter because I think my mom cannot watch my kids, but I think our our Debbie can. So gotcha. It just depend. If we don't have a babysitter, that's our anniversary. Um, then we're gonna, we're gonna stay home and cook a nice meal. And yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. That'll be my uh, last single day is not having a dog. Not a pickles guy? 
Not a pickles guy yet. Yeah. Uh, do you like pickles? Not the dog, the the uh, bride cucumber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me too. I love pickles. One time, my uncle got me a like a industrial sized jar of pickles for Christmas. That's a great gift. It was a great gift. Um, Although I think that I was I was ungrateful because I was like five. I never had the grace of the it's an avocado thanks kid. Yeah. Like I've never been able to like I I just have a problem seeming sincere when I open a present. Oh dude. Same. Or at least I feel like that like Yeah. Cuz like truly I love it when you when anybody gives me anything in a wrapped package that I get to unwrap and then I open yeah. it and I'm like I don't I didn't I don't care what it is. I'm excited to be given this, but all I can come across is like thanks. Thanks for the shoes. Man. Thanks for the shoes. I you guess. You didn't have shoes. Yeah, God, you think I can't buy my own shoes? And what I'm trying to say right is, now. what I'm trying to say is, oh my God, I love this. Thank you so much. I know. I got a. Uh, Eni sent me a gift for my birthday. She sent me four decks of cards, which is always a good gift for me. Like they're. I don't know if we talked about my my card collecting recently. We have. Uh, but we can talk more about it. Well, she sent me. Uh, four sets of Theory 11s. I had two of them already, but I always will take repeat decks because one, my kids get into them and then I don't have full decks. And two, they were Star Wars decks. And I, I love Star Wars. So. Um, but so she sent me like four decks and I, I had no idea how to be like, this is an incredibly thoughtful and nice gift. Oh, Amy's one of the best gift givers ever. Yeah, she is. She sent Fantastic. me Lego flowers for my birthday. That's amazing. I, cr I literally cried for a whole hour. Like. And I, I, I like I thought about FaceTiming her to show her that just because I didn't know how to be grateful. But you, then you feel like this is the flip side of it is like I'm crying for an hour straight and I FaceTimed you because I want to brag about how much I'm crying. Right. So, I want to brag about I mean, how much your gift meant to me, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's like obviously she would be like. Oh, you think it's okay? Like, it would be a totally normal... Uh, not even normal. It would be, like, an yeah. exceptionally good conversation. Yeah. But, you, yeah. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Just know that if you... If anybody ever gets me anything for Christmas, I am so happy to receive that thing for Christmas. Uh, or any time at all, ever. Um, and if I don't seem like it, I'm so sorry. Just know that he would be happier if what you got him was a Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, I would be happier if what you got me was an AMG SL. <laughs> a red 2022 one. AMG 2022 SL. AMG SL. <laughs> Mercedes is about to release a car called the AMG One. That's cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ain't it just? Does, does Do they have an EV? Uh, I'm certain that they do. Build your own. I don't want SUVs or sedans. I want electric. Yep, they do. If EQS. electric is a category, then they definitely do. They make an EQS. Uh, 329 horsepower, 419 pound-feet of torque. I thought you were about to uh, tell me it $329,000. No. And that's in the sedan, in the 4Matic sedan, the EQS 580 4Matic sedan, which is, it looks like, longer? 516 horsepower, 631 pound-feet combined torque. 4.10 to 60. That's a little too fast for my... Uh... Oh, God. The EQS 
450 plus the smaller one the weaker one yeah 100 grand 100 grand yeah yeah i mean it's a mercedes right it's it's a luxury it's the luxury of luxury cars i would think mercedes is the luxury of luxury cars i would I would say, hold on. So Mercedes, I would say it goes. If above. I was buying non-exotic German, I would think Mercedes, BMW, Audi. No, I put Audi over BMW. For like luxury sedan, I'm talking about like luxury sedan. Not oh well, you can't get a sedan from BMW anymore. I, somebody told everything's me a crossover now. I know. Somebody told me they had a seven series uh, BMW. It was my grandfather was telling me, but he doesn't have one. But he was telling me about one. And I was like, those things are 40 feet long. That's a boat. That thing's yeah. gigantic. It's yeah, got a nope. third row. I would definitely think Mercedes above. Because Mercedes, like, makes exotics. Like, proper. Like, Audi makes the R8 or whatever, but... I did they also make Lamborghini. A-Class existed. And, yeah, A-Class is the little guy. Yeah. Small bean. Brand new for 33 grand. That means I can get a used one for, like... 18.5. 18.5. Which means I can trade in my Lexus. For an A-Class? Let me tell you what you're not getting two children into. An A-Class. An A-Class. Yeah. But if I do... Oh my god, it's Finn David Carlin. Wait, Finn David, come back. I find David you. God, he's so cute. Watch that this, is one exceptionally this. adorable Hold on, watch baby. this, watch this. Hi, Finn! God, he's so precious. What a bean. I miss him. Hello there, guy. Hi, buddy. Where's son? Where's son? Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Emily, what is your favorite all-time Christmas movie? Oh, he's so sad. Oh, he is not happy about that. We have, a, ladies and gentlemen, we have an unhappy baby on the call. Your all-time favorite Christmas movie is Love Hard, the 2021 release about a Tinder blogger. We met on Tinder. I know we did. Your favorite all-time Christmas movie. Emily, you don't you don't understand why I'm annoyed right now. She can't hear me. She can't. Put the headphones on the on the woman. All right, he wants to talk to you. Literally yesterday, I was like, we should do Love Hard on the show this week. And Tyler was like, yeah, Emily saw it. I guess she thought it was okay. Well, yeah. That was great. Yeah, exactly. Have I haven't. No. It's great. Yeah. So that's why I was, that's, that's what the face was about. Was the, the utter horse There's poop of that sentence. Week. What's up? There's always next week. I think next week is Spider-Man, right? No. Week after, I don't know. Anyway, bye, Emily. Okay, I miss bye. you. Give Finn a kiss for me. It's not always See, about the money, Spider Man. Sometimes See it's this about love hard. See you at Dickens. Bye. Bye. The fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes rated love hard. It's not always about the money, Spider Man. What it is is about the twenty twenty two Mercedes AMG SL. <laughs> Let me make it very clear. I would love to have an AMG SL. I tell you what, buddy. You put on a red suit. You deliver gifts to everybody in the world. And I'll give you one. 
Now, that, that isn't I worth it. Have that decided that at your wedding I'm wearing a Santa suit. Nope, you're gonna wear what I tell you to wear. <sighs> you made me wear the world's Santa least suit. comfortable shoes for your wedding, so you're gonna wear exactly what I tell you to wear. Uh huh. Sorry about that free booze I gave you. I'm just saying. I'm not complaining about the free booze. I'm saying that if you think you get a say in what you're gonna wear to my wedding, remember how bad my toes felt after your wedding. At least for a moment. During the reception, Santa Daddy. Only if you bring presents for every guest. Well, you will already have presents for every guest, but I will. I will deliver the. You, you deliver the wedding favor. <laughs> as Santa you know, Claus. You know, I've heard worse ideas. I'd have to run that by the boss, but I've heard worse ideas. I heard you were the boss. I heard we played for the girls, and the question was, who's most likely to be a bridezilla? And the answer was Ethan. Simply because I can make decisions. <laughs> also, everybody else was married. Yeah. Except me and Kate. Yeah. Uh, we uh, Here's the thing. we And I, I don't mean to be chauvinistic or anti-feminist here. But we played for the girls and the guys were way better at it. The game won for the girls. This is what I didn't like about for the girls. Uh, it It's like the entire game. It is, is horrendously sexist. Cheat on your man. Yeah. <laughs> like every card, every dare card we pulled was like, call your dude that's call your, your ex man. and ask him to fuck. Right. Right. Or like, call your first love and tell them you miss them. It's like, I think it should be very clearly labeled for the single girls who have had previous lovers. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that is the. The definitely the I think the target audience understands the assignment. Yeah, we. I don't. think whichever one of y'all two's fo women folk bought that game didn't misunderstood the assignment. You think my wife purchased for the girls? No, maybe I don't know. She didn't. They become a weird wife hive mind when they're together. They do. <laughs> my beard. So I've been going over this in my head, and I need listener input. My beard is is very definitively red. There is like yes, especially in this light. Especially in this light, I it's and not you red. Can really right here. tell the difference between it's not what? red right here. There's nothing right there. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Right here. Yeah, yeah, you're a butt. Um, you can really tell the difference between the red and the brown yeah. in this light. Um, do I dye my hair to match my beard? No. Do I dye my beard to match my hair? No. I think I do. You just live. You just live? You yeah, dyed dude, I think your skin. I did. It's like a really poorly done tie-dye because it's like you can see the shape you drew originally. Yeah, it's way better than tie-dye. What if you got a tie-dye tattoo? I mean, that's a thing. I don't think I can get a tie-dye. There's some part of me that wants one of those sticker tattoos. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And there's some part of me that wants one of the cross-stitch tattoos. That's pretty cool, too. What about... Uh, they were in vogue for a little bit, and then I think they all faded, but, like, the watercolor tattoos. Oh, they faded. No, I know. That's, like... Yeah, that was a double entendre. Yeah. Not entendre. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were all the rage for a while, and I'm very glad that I was too indecisive to get tattoos while they were in the rage, because I definitely would have one. Yeah. 
You'd have one that said like always and be and, like the deathly house. And I would have to get it redone every two years. Yeah. You'd have to always be thinking about Severus Snape. I would never have gotten a tattoo that says always. Would you get one that says okay? I would do that before I got one that says always. Yeah. Yeah. But, or, but in that, I would probably just get the cloud. The two clouds or just the one cloud? Probably just the one cloud. It's one of the clouds is black, right? I don't want a black cloud. That seems like bad luck. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. If you had to get a Christmas tattoo. Go what would on. You get? If you had to get a Christmas related tattoo right now. Like fate of, fate of the world in your hands. Full nativity scene across my back. <laughs> like like realism. Like, like very like, realism. Like Ink Masters level realism. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. Because um, I think that would be hideous. Yeah, that would be I would, hideous. I think maybe I would get the the brand from my wedding. That'd be kind of cool. The C and the stuff yeah. like. Would you get um, it branded though? Like. Yeah, I would. I, we have the brand. I would just brand myself. Now that's what I call fucking yikes. <laughs> I actually already have it on my right butt cheek. That's not true. How would you know, Ethan? Because I saw your butt this weekend. <laughs> Oh, you said it. And also, uh. also, you would not be able to resist showing me that constantly. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want to see something? Is my right butt cheek? Yeah, Tyler could never get an ass tat for that reason. Uh, also, you would go to I jail. My, I like if I were to get a tattoo, it has to be somewhere that I can appreciate it. Yeah, I I agree with that. <laughs> like. It cannot be somewhere that I need to take a picture to see it. <laughs> That's what I did not realize when I got a tattoo on the outside of my left leg, is that you don't really look at the outside of your ankle that much. Is that where your Mando tattoo is? Yeah. Maybe you should do some dynamic stretches every morning and then some static stretches every night so that every night you can see your Mando tattoo. I mean, I can see it whenever I want, but it's just like I got to do like a little, little maneuver. Outside of my left leg. Look at that. There it is. I can't see it because right now I'm wearing Fijays, not sponsored. They're uh, <laughs> footy pajamas. They're footy pajamas. Um, it is so hot in my office right now that the thought of wearing Fijays makes me want to die. Do you own Fijays? No. Oh. But they, I'm just uh, thinking about them. I have a MeUndies onesie. They stretch in the knee. You ever had, you ever had, uh, you ever had sweats that stretch in the knee? Not off the top of my head, no. They stretch in the knee. I think it's because when you, like, like there's no give, obviously, when you bend your leg while you're sitting down. Yeah. Because it's, you know, attached to the bottom of your foot. But, yeah, so, okay. Now I get so you now. The, the, and then the knee stretches. I love, so, uh, I'm big, do you do Christmas jammies? Um... I never did it till last year, actually. Last year was my first ever Christmas jammies year because um, everybody in Kate's family does magic Christmas jammies. 
you enjoy that? I did, actually. I really did. Yeah, it's a good time. We, uh, we Me and Kate and Pickles year. have matching Christmas jammies. Do you? Yeah. What pattern did you go for? A fair aisle? Buffalo check? We went buffalo check. We went buffalo check. We went red and black buffalo check. Yeah, same. So, we're going to take a little Christmas picture with the, the jammies and the pup. That's so exciting. I cannot wait. Did you get, did you get it at Target? We did. Yeah. Dude, me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we got him, um, we got him correct, like, like, buffalo check pajamas and, um, I don't know, they're like, like, pattern, not pattern, they're like, what am I trying to say? There's, there's a bunch of stuff, like, individual things. What do you call that? Like a critter pattern? Yeah. Yeah. But like, Christmas stuff. Oh, fun. Like a shirt? Like a, like a little, like a little corgi shirt, like a little corgi onesie. So you got him like a little corgi onesie that's got like every cover of Playboy from 1968 to 1995. Yeah, obviously. It you turns out when you, when you buy a corgi, they just send you it. They just send that to you. Yeah, they just send you that. <laughs> like when you when you when you buy a Scottish Highland Terrier, they just send you a barrel of Johnny Walker. You know. Yeah. Um, turns out if you buy enough Johnny Walker products, they just start sending you the dogs. <laughs> I uh, I did not get Christmas outfits for my dogs this year. Well, this is, our, this is our first Christmas with the puppies, so well, we're, yeah, going, I mean, we're going all sense. out millennial dink dog parents this year. Yeah. My dog, Stella, is sitting tail down off the bed right now, which makes me feel like a real failure. Why? Because Stella's never tail down. What do you mean? Like, her tail is down. Like, she always has her tail, like, up and ploofed. Oh, right she's, now. like, upset. Well, she's probably not upset. She's probably just sleeping. But, yeah. Stella. She's such a cutester. That's a good freaking dog. Your love for Pickles, who's not even here yet, has inspired me to get closer with Stella. I'm glad. I know that, um, I know that the dogs can, can start to feel it, especially when a second kid comes around. I've heard that before. So, well, we've been focusing on it. I've been bullet journaling and I added a little feature to my bullet journal where every day I take Stella for a long walk. I put a little paw print next to the day. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're doing so good at the parenting thing. Thank you. I'm always impressed. It's just not enough hours in the day. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, you got two great kids too, man. They are cool so kids. Cute. Olivia is so funny. She's about to grow again. She's gonna be like six feet tall. Yeah, probably. Cause she she is she's huge. Like, she's very tall already. We went to twelve oh five day, which is like the Carlin family decorate the tree day. And uh, how'd you just roll your eyes when you said that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's like my favorite day of the year. Yeah, I know. It's I was not, like, I was like, oh no, what happened like, to twelve oh five day? No, no, it was, it was actually probably my favorite twelve oh five day ever. Where like typically we'll be like my dad or my mom will do the first ornament and they'll do like a gift exchange with each other because it's their anniversary, and then we'll go from like oldest to youngest, and it's always fun when there's like a new kid because it's like, oh now, because Addison gets to go last, and you know she obviously can't put an ornament on the tree, but you know we'll like pull her over and do it. But instead, what happened was as soon as my dad put an ornament on the tree, Luke and Olivia got into the box of ornaments and just started grabbing them and 
putting them on every branch they could reach, and it was so freaking That's cute to watch. Precious. And then the twins got involved, and then it was so funny. Oh, I can't wait to see. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll see the video on yeah. on the on the vlog. Um, but I roll my eyes because I feel like everybody knows what 1205 Day is. Like on 1205 Day, I get tweets from people I've never interacted with on Twitter being like, gotcha. happy 1205 day, Tyler. Yeah, no, you just it's scared like, me because you're like, that's 1205 day. And I was like, oh, right. no. So I the, the thought that somebody listening doesn't know what it is. I is thought like, I was watching your Christmas tradition fail before my eyes. And no, I was like, no, oh, my God. Stronger than ever. I think there's Doritos in this room. Look at this. My own wife eating enemy Doritos. Mm. No, those are correct Doritos. No, I'm sorry. You have full Tyler. I didn't even used to eat ranch, and now like you've convinced me to be cool ranch guy. You were the one that pushed me into ranch. Ranch Doritos don't taste like ranch. I'm texting your wife right now to tell her that she's correct about cool ranch Doritos. Uh, I'm almost certain she didn't pick. She ordered Pita Pit, and I'm willing to bet she clicked chips. On Uber I Eats. don't care. We're gonna work. The 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 podcast listeners are gonna think that we're in this together. The thing is, is it's not even about the rivalry anymore. No, hold on. It's only about the rivalry anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfectly it, good chip. But I still have to fight for nacho cheese. Yeah, not to like steal the thing from your brothers, but strong opinions about weak things is definitely where where I come down on Doritos, right? We're like, it, it's about the fight for no negative reason whatsoever. Right. Because it's one of those it, things where somebody, where you're like, oh yeah, cool ranch Doritos, and people go, oh, you, you. And then we're in it, right? It's a fun little piece of banter, right? But nobody goes home about, feeling bad about themselves. Nobody goes home being like, can you believe Tyler's never seen White Christmas? And then, and then spicy jerk. chili people are over there like, these are hot. These are hot. hot but they're, These are hot. They're I like them, good. but they're hot. <laughs> uh, they also have... They've added just blatantly... I'm looking at the back of this. Um, Flamin' Hot Doritos. Nice. Like, they're not even messing around anymore. They're like, yeah, that's what these are. You heard of Flamin' Hot Cheetos? We did that, too. Yeah. Flamin' Hot Doritos. I will say, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos are the superior Christmas chip. Because they're red and green. Because they're red and green. <laughs> yeah. Despite coming in a blue bag. Yeah. They do have that going for them, which is good. Uh, and la ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, and, and folks of all of all uh, genders, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, uh, keep it that way. Honestly, never eat a Dorito. They're bad for you. If you can avoid it. If you've made it this far without knowing what a Cool Ranch Dorito looks like, you're doing better than us. This bag? Look at that. How could you eat that? 260 calories per package is too close. Yeah, okay. 260 calories in this bag. That's a lot. That is a lot. There's many, many calories. Um, On that note, I think it's wrap time. Uh, Sure, we can wrap. That's cool with me. Maybe I'll take Stella for a walk. You should take Stella for a walk. Stella, you want to go for a walk? She does. Well, on, on behalf of Tyler and Stella... Um, Everybody have a wonderful... I know we talked about Christmas a lot, and I know it's literally Hanukkah right now. Um, Christmas is the, the holiday that we celebrate. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to celebrate Christmas. I also do not, at, at, at any point, really celebrate Christmas religiously anymore. Like, I would, yeah, I would say the, the 
commercial side of the religious holiday has the, the Santa Claus made, has won out over the Jesus for sure. I don't know that I would say that, but you would say that. I mean, I felt like this for a long time. I, I never felt like particularly Jesusy at Christmas. Yeah, no, and like and, and, and I love snow and wreaths and Christmas trees and Santa Claus and presents and friends and Charles Dickens and movies. And like those have very little to do with Jesus and church and repenting and stuff. Where do you stand on ferns? Ferns? Ferns. As like a Christmas thing? Yeah, like isn't that like a Christmas mass thing or is that an Easter thing? Neither, I don't think. I might be showing my bad Catholicism here, but Palm Sunday. Palm that's palms, not ferns. Okay. Whatever. Palm Sunday. Is that Easter? Yeah, that's Easter. Okay. I think there were palms. I went to a Lutheran midnight homily. Nope, that's not the word. Sermon? Service. Service. Yeah. And we did we did palms at Christmas time one time. I could be wrong. This is a topic for a whole another day of where I don't understand traditional Protestants in the slightest. Well, Protestant means like non-traditional, so. I mean, no, it doesn't. <laughs> means in protest of the norm. Right, but it like <laughs> they're old enough to be traditional at this point. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't understand Anglicans and Episcopals <laughs> and and like traditional Lutherans. Uh, well, that church was not traditional Lutheran. But anyway, doesn't matter. Um, thanks for listening to the show. The music is maybe by Andrew Scott Bell, maybe by somebody on Epidemic Sound. Yeah, I was just saying, the music a, is most likely by somebody on Epidemic Sound. Who has a um, Christmassy tune. And realistically, this Scott will... Bell was like, here's a Christmas tune I've been yeah. doing. <laughs> realistically, this will probably go... I mean, this is, this is coming out on the day of our Lord, uh, December 9th. Mm-hmm. But just because we simply did not have time to watch a movie this week, we went on vacation over the weekend, and then I had to play a show yesterday. So like we just just didn't have time. I just literally didn't have time. I got back in town at two p.m. So, um, yeah, this in years is past. We would have like prioritized bringing microphones with us and recording on the road. And oh, I, while I respect that hustle, I like where we're at now. Where yeah, um, I don't prioritize that. So I'm not like I'm not declaring this, but just if I have to think about our schedule coming up for the next few weeks this will probably be in place of the christmas brunch this year i don't know if we can get one in i'd love to because i do love the idea of of continuing to release an episode every christmas day mm -hmm. um even if we just talk for 30 minutes about stuff but i also don't know that i'm going to be in like a like a good place for that this year so i don't know We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll if if we don't have one, we we gave you this this week. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Feliz Kwanzaa, Merry um, Festivus, Happy Easton von Pavia Day. And before we go, I do want to read some traditions from. Oh right, we did the uh, Discord thing. I completely forgot about Discord. that. Discord. Uh, Sorry, Lee Discord people. Says Happiest Season is a fantastic Christmas movie. I think that was it. One. That was it. That's the. That was the one. That's the Eugene Levy one. Hate it. But my, but I love it, and Elf is one of my favorite movies, period, Christmas or not. Phantom's Places, A Year Without a Santa Claus is mine, uh, my favorite Christmas movie, and my family's all-time favorite. 
Uh, Smappy Beeps says, I know it's so overrated, but I love The Nightmare Before Christmas so much. I used to watch it on repeat on Christmas Eve all night. I think that's a fantastic tradition. I don't, you know, I, I don't love that movie, but I love that you love that movie in that way. Um, Truman says, one of the holiday traditions that I was, uh, that I loved was watching the Rocky movies from Thanksgiving through, through to Christmas. That's great. This is exactly that's what I'm exactly talking, what we're about. talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I know they're not technically Christmas, but I always celebrate the two together. My wife is huge on Hallmark movies, though. And over the last couple of weeks, uh, we've watched the Mary Liddell series. And for Hallmark, they're pretty decent. So that's good to know. Maybe I'll check those out. Uh, Beth Riekels, uh Holy Musical Beth Woman. Says close call between Muppet Christmas Carol and Arthur Christmas for me. All around favorite, family favorites, very quotable. I never tire of watching them. Muppets has catchy songs, and Arthur Christmas is my spirit animal. Um, I'd say Hallmark style movies are my guilty pleasure, but I genuinely just enjoy them unironically every year. Uh, let's see. Do you want to read a few of them? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm always a winner. Sorry, I'm a winner. Says I was watching Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now I watch it with my daughter, and that's freaking adorable. Uh, Picks our lovely mod says I absolutely love A Year Without Santa Claus. Used to watch every year with my family. It's singing dance as a kid. Now I just watch it with hot chocolate while I'm crafting forever. But I can't wait for Rigby, who is her son, is old enough to restart that tradition with him. I love that so much. Rigby's movie, so cute. Even that terrifies me. Rigby is adorable. Uh, class the Muppets Christmas. Or the Wolf of the Yellow Gate says Class the Muppets Christmas Carol and White Christmas are my favorites. They're also cozy and fun. That is true. Those are all cozy movies. Um, I love Klaus so much. Like I, I'm so glad that it gets the uh, the Christmas hype that it deserves because I, I truly think it is the best Christmas movie made in the last decade for sure. Oh um, yeah, it is the 2010s Elf for sure. Way better than the Polar Express. Um, Wizzle says favorite Christmas movie. Uh, love actually it just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, and that I wouldn't know what a Hallmark movie is, but I feel like Netflix is becoming the new, let's just put out a movie or five every year platform for this. The Princess Switch was diabolical. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not, but sure. Uh, it's just holiday movie traditions. I always put on my big Christmas wrap day. Or sorry, I always put on movies when I do my big Christmas wrap day, which usually takes many hours, often the holiday or nativity or something else I've seen a hundred times. Oh, the, holiday the holiday is deeply underrated, I do believe. Deep I keep forgetting about it every time, though. It is one of my, my all-time faves on that list. Just what a cast. What yeah. a cast. Uh, Cindy McKing says, growing up, my mom did something called the Christmas rings, like an advent calendar, except it was more activities than gifts. There's a little box under the tree that did occasionally have something in it when the ring said, check the Christmas box. The rings also had things like, let's drink cocoa and drive around looking at lights or let's watch X movie tonight. On December 6th, there's usually a small bag of chocolate coins and a pair of shoes or now set home the weekend before for St. Nick's Day. That is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's good. I've just like put an activity in the advent calendar. I'm stealing that. Because I have a really cool advent calendar that currently doesn't have anything in it. Um, I've got one right here. Uh, I'm skipping a few. We don't have to skip a few, but I'm just scrolling down. I see one. Uh, Rachel Juice says, I always watch The Missile Tones as my first Christmas movie of the season. It's cheesy and the plot is kind of schmeh, but I love it all the same. I'm also a fan of the Rankin Bass movies, specifically A Year Without a Santa Claus. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town and Rudolph curled up under a blanket. My biggest holiday tradition is picking an animated movie to see in theaters or in the case of the past year on a streaming service with my family and then getting Chinese food. I love, there's another one right below this from L. Oat that says my family always eats Indian food at a specific restaurant either on Christmas or somewhere around Christmas. I love ethnic food plus Christmas. Yeah. That to me is like a, I don't do it, but I love the concept of it. I know. 
Also, like, I love the people that just say, like, yeah, I'm going to go out on or around Christmas and, like, just not cook. Like, I think that's totally fine. If the restaurant's open, they want your money. Like, don't feel bad about that. Also, if the restaurant's open and the, like, servers are paid in tips, I would... From my restaurant experience, I would much rather you come to the restaurant than not. Yeah. Like... <laughs> uh and also remember, like, a lot of people are getting, and not and outside of the restaurant industry, like, if you have to go somewhere on a holiday, just be nice to people working, but also they are getting hella paid to be there. Not if they're servers. I said outside of the restaurant industry. Oh, outside of it. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Caitlin's family's been doing this thing for a few years now where they go out on Christmas Eve, and I have not been able to attend one of them yet, because last year was COVID, and this year, um, Kate's working on Christmas Eve, so, but I'm very excited when I finally get to do that. That does sound awesome. We've yeah, always had for like a, a big, traditional, big uh, fancy Christmas family dinner meal. Christmas Eve. We did like the sourdough Santa, um, and we did breakfast, but we didn't do like the what? Did, what do you do on Christmas ham? So what is this Christmas ham? Uh, a lot of people just do the exact same meal for Thanksgiving, but ah. well, I've never done that. Um, Wasn't always like chicken parm or penne alla vodka or whatever. It was Penelope Vodka on Christmas Eve and then uh, breakfast on Christmas Day at two different grandparents' house. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do Christmas at my or Christmas breakfast at my grandma's house and then with like just the my mom's family and then like the whole family would get together um, for Christmas dinner at my Aunt Susan's house. And that used to be like 35 people. That was always aggressive. Is there a gift you get every year like is there somebody that like every year they get you a pair of socks or like not anymore no well yeah <laughs> sorry yeah uh, <laughs> my mom my mom would always get me a lego set for christmas um every year and i still have one from last year that she got me that i did not open or use that is uh just being saved for a particularly rainy christmas What's the set? It's the Harry Potter Astronomy Tower. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just because I didn't know if she was, because she was in, in and out of the hospital last year at Christmas, didn't know if she was going to be able to get me one, so I got myself one last year, and then uh, she told me that she did get me one, and I went and found it after she passed. So, I still have it, but yeah, that is that has always been a thing. Um. It was Christmas and birthdays, which is why I cried for an hour when Edie got me Lego flowers for my birthday because she wanted to make sure that somebody got me a Lego set. I'm going to cry right now. Damn. <laughs> That's okay. Whoops. You're allowed to. Oh, <laughs> uh, it'd be that kind of day. Um, yeah, anyway, Christmas. Christ, Christmas. Hey, I know you just kind of had a moment, um, and I want to let you know that that's totally okay, and you can totally feel that moment. Um but there are dishes in the sink that you haven't done. <laughs> and uh, on that note, ladies it and gentlemen, right now, folks like, of all ages. just get a minute. <laughs> uh, I, go to bed I have made one dish since I got home, and I already washed it. <laughs> because I, uh, I because of that text chain we had at MC earlier, I'm now terrified of dishes. I, I'm the same way. I actually... Emily went and picked up the kids. It was her first day back at daycare. And while she was going to pick them up, I came home... And made pasta for dinner with like a whole bunch of ingredients in the sauce and made cookies 
And I was like, and there was all these different pots and bowls and stuff. And I was like, I'm doing all these dishes before she gets home. Like, she will hate me if I don't. Well, and also I was going to put it, like, just put it in the dishwasher instead of washing it, washing it. And then I opened our dishwasher and realized that before we left for Wintergreen, we left a war crime in the dishwasher. Nice. Good. Which needs to just be, like, quadruple washed now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, because I opened the dishwasher, I was like, mm, it is not supposed to smell like that in there. But that is a problem for not right now because I have to watch Hawkeye. It smelled like hot tub. What? It smelled like the hot tub. It smelled like hot tub, yeah. I thought you yeah, said it smelled yeah. like hot milk. And I was like, yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yokes, have a wonderful holiday season. And we will see you next week for some sort of holiday festival movie. And then we'll see you the week after that for Spider Man. And then who knows what else? And then who knows what else? Maybe The Matrix. Maybe we'll take a week off. Who knows? Maybe we'll do an entire episode of calling NFL Red Zone games. Maybe we'll do an entire episode of calling our first loves and telling them that we played a board game about them. Except we're not going to do that because I just got hives from thinking about that. Yeah. So Look at this. Look at this. That's hives. Yeah. Anyway, bye. Arrivederci. Bye. Adios, um, tis the reason for the season. Life. Jingle bells. <laughs>